This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Another episode of My Worst Date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. And it's 2022. Yeah. And uh, we and started off. This episode lands on my birthday. That's oh, right. Happy birthday. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The big mm. the big 4-0. So, uh, oh, oh, feeling oh. that. Tiptoeing into a new year and a new decade yeah. of life. my life. Oh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I actually really feel like you left so much behind in 2021 that this is the perfect time for you to be turning. Yes. Yes. It's the perfect time for you to be starting a new decade because like, oh, it's fresh starts all over the place, which is your favorite. Mm. It's that Capricorn energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like Mm. Capricorn, Virgo, and Jeb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like literally, I love a clean slate. I love a fresh start. Yep. So, Yeah. I, I think the last episode's title, Cautiously Optimistic, is yeah. really kind of yes, <laughs> where I am yeah. right Definitely, now. Definitely, <laughs> because like I I for sure am tiptoeing into this year. Like for oh, yeah. sure. Like usually like last time I came in guns a blazing mm-hmm. was twenty twenty. So I, yeah. I I feel <laughs> like I learned my lesson. Right. Uh, I'm tiptoeing. However, I can't help but feel like it's gonna be good. Like I just feel yeah. like I well, feel like it's gonna be good. I will say that I made the mistake two years in a row because definitely twenty twenty for sure we were like, Yeah, it's gonna be everybody's like, It's our year, bitch. Yes, we were like, Roaring twenties, yeah. here we go. We didn't mean the plague. Jesus. Yeah, right? Jesus no, Christ. No. And then and then twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one, I was like, Yep. You're like the worst is behind us. It couldn't possibly get worse. No, it's just, we're we're getting out of it. We're heading out of it. <laughs> Back girl summer here we come here, here we come ah, and then the omarion variant mm. swung in you know oh god like a wrecking ball <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed yeah. guys fingers no, crossed it's good it's good it's good so it's good. literally uh for our quote unquote new year's party i was like i'm wearing a onesie i don't want i don't want 2022 to think i expect too much of it Right. You know what I mean? Like it just couldn't casually, just a onesie, like a real, you know. I welcomed the new sharp. year in le- leather pants. So that's <sighs> that's the energy I'm bringing into the year. <laughs> I had a lovely pleated dress and, and heels. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I did dress up, mm-hmm. um, which I immediately took off. So actually when the clock struck midnight, mm. I was in p- pajamas. Did see? So yes. I kissed Eric. And then promptly fell asleep to an episode of Repo Men. Mm. Oh, mm. Wow. excellent! Yes, <laughs> I don't know if you guys love are that familiar <laughs> with that show. Not, um, but can't wait to hear show about it. About people that go and repossess oh, yes. people's planes and boats and yachts and stuff, and then it's so it's like and a cars, fun, right? And well. So we watch the upscale ones because oh, then we watch rich old men get into fights with yeah. the repo guys. Oh my God. It is. What a weird Wait. concept for a show. Wait, like, I'm in. That is so You strange. had me at old men, old white men <laughs> old just white men crying brawling. about losing their yacht. Yeah. I can't oh God. wait. 
Dude, my one of my brothers was a repo man for a while, like for cars, and he was like so fucking dangerous. Yeah, that job is so fucking dangerous because people will fucking pull your guns on you and yes. shit. Yes, I love, I love that the sound of old white men crying hitting Oof. each other is what lulls you to sleep. Like oh, you're like, I was flap, out like flap, a baby. Mm, I was flap like, my lullaby. <laughs> You're like, fuck capitalism. Take their yachts. (laughs) (laughs) The sound of your tears is sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the the New Year's energy I brought. Incredible. Mm. Well, I will say, you know, I I didn't make it to talk about last night because it was cold, but uh, cold. (laughs) It It was was cold by the time I I was headed home. So I can at least say that that like I didn't, uh, you know, fall asleep with a, a taco on my chest or anything. Yeah. So that's good. Right? I smoked my last cigarette last night. Hey. Hey. Yeah. I actually had been semi quitting for a while. Like I'd I'd quit. Like and no, but knowing when we were gonna go to to Vegas, Vegas mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm gonna give myself a pass. So I bought one pack of cigarettes for a Vegas trip. I had a few left last night and I was like, we were kind of semi partying and I was like, I'll smoke the rest of them. Done. I don't even don't no heart check no regrets. I am like Yeah. Done. I don't miss it. I'm not like craving it i hadn't been either even in vegas i was like well i'm just kind of it was more of a just doing it to do it well that's the thing yeah when a lot of other people are doing it it becomes this like group activity yeah i feel like that's how a lot of people get into smoking and stay smoking because it becomes that like social thing that you do you know god i totally understand i understand that but i love that for you cassie i'm so happy i am a cold turkey quitter so so is my son too dylan quit smoking too excellent and he's just like no i'm done they're yeah. just like he's been done for a month. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's Super great. proud. And I know it's not a New Year's resolution. It's nope. just a thing. You know I hated you, New Year's you resolution. You hated New Year's resolution, but I'm proud. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, uh, Keegan, you're dry. Dry. Yeah, yep. doing dry January. With, I think you I'm going to do that too. I go in with, with the exceptions of, if there are exceptions to be made, I go in with them so I know what my goals are. Mm-hmm. So I will drink on your birthday party okay and i will drink on anthony's birthday because it's a celebratory kind of thing but outside of that yeah no and no, i don't and i really do feel very ready for it like mm-hmm. i was saying how like when we were in vegas it was just like i mean that's what you do in vegas it's just like right. drinking and do, doing the thing and like all great but i really feel it in my body yeah. right now where i'm just like it's just time for a nice little break i think that's break, i think know? that's why it's good to do yeah. Well, I think it's great for us to do a Vegas trip at the end of the year um, because it does give us that like, here's our last stand and we're going to have this fun time knowing that we're going to like have a little bit of a, a reprieve coming into January, take a little break from it. But right. I, I also am going to do dry January, mm-hmm. but I hesitate just like with anything like a resolution or things like that. I hate to put like a time limit on it or a whatever. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Like I'm just, you know what I mean? Like I just, I feel like the pressure of it and I don't like that. I see. I, I like having set goals for me. It's why like, um, like workout challenges work for me or, you know, like those kinds of things like work for me because I like to have a set like regimented. I'm doing it for this period of time. I know what my expectations are for myself. For me, it's not pressure. It's like, my expectations are set and I know what I need to adhere to. It's my Capricorn moon energy. Yeah. Um, I'm like, so I'm I have like, that look strong. at my plan. These are, these are my resolutions. I like write them mm-hmm. out. I, love I have it. a thing. I have like reminders and everything like that set throughout the year and yeah. little, I like it. It like, keeps me on track. I, I love I think it. It's also partially like 
I do project management for my job. So having like milestones that like, you need to meet. Yeah. yeah, there's something about it's the same thing we were talking about, Christina, where it's like that same energy of checking off or crossing uh, out something I on a to do list. To cross off mm. I like I like feeling that like accomplishment. I have a real strong don't tell me what to do energy, even mm-hmm. myself. I don't even like myself telling me what to do. I'm like, no, nah, I'll do what I want. And so it's like, oh, you have to because it's still January. I'm like, yeah, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Shit would go off the rails for me so quickly if I had that mentality. Cause oh. I, I would just, I would be floundering in the middle of the ocean, you know? But see, yeah, like I just, I, I know that about myself. Yeah. And that's why it's like almost like a subconscious thing. Like, I'm not going to do it. Just done with it. Yeah. You know? But, you know, when we were in Vegas, though, like, I was like, oh man, this is the energy we're going into Vegas with. Cause the first <laughs> night, you know, we, um, I wasn't feeling super well, but then I rallied and like we went down and we we were hanging out. And then Anthony left to go join you, Christina and uh, Eric. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to stay in the room. But he took my like tall boy uh, white claw can because he, he put a drink in it to take like on the road. Those things yeah. are so fucking expensive, and, by the way. Oh, my God. Oh, I spent so much money, like a stupid Oof. amount of money on white cheap alcohol. I guess. Rude. But yeah. anyway, but. He poured it into one of those glass, you know, glasses that they give you in the hotel. Yeah. And so I like went to sleep and then I woke up and I was like, oh, like past Keegan was so thoughtful. She got you some water. Water. She knew you would be parched in the morning. (laughs) And I like took a big gulp of, you know, just when you wake up and you're like "Mm, thirsty. Right. And like I took a big gulp of it and it was a flat mango white claw. And I was like, oh, it was warm. (laughs) I was like, oh, (laughs) that is the worst. And I was like, oh, it's going to be this kind of weekend. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Lock it in, man. I will say this. um, And we talked about this a little bit because we stayed at different hotels which i don't love i thought it'd be fine but i don't love it i really wanted all of us to be together i think that the thing that keegan and tony and chris and i were talking about was how much we loved vegas our last trip because we stayed in airbnb we saved a shit ton of money by cooking meals if we were done gambling we didn't want to spend a bunch more money we were just like let's go back to the hotel and play rummy or like play cards or whatever like we had that time we could hang out Mm -hmm. yeah like i want to do that again i think that's like you know, go to the strip, have the fun strip stuff, but then have like, uh, you know, come back. And I'll chill. be honest. I just want to go to Big Bear. Like, I just want to like, yeah, you know, kind of relax. I kind of was thinking about that recharge. for my birthday. Yeah. I was like, I was kind of thinking about like, well, what do I want to do with my birthday? Because, but I kind of do. I want to do that. Like, I kind of want to go to like Big Bear or. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's just nice. That's but right. I mean, you won't be here. So. She's very salty about this. I will be out of town for Cassie's birthday. Charlie Brown in over there. She's really laying it on thick. Good grief. Forgot. (laughs) (laughs) And I just remembered. It's just a real Eeyore moment for me. (laughs) Well, do we have any predictions about the upcoming year? Oh, I'd rather not. I'm I'm very scared. I'm very scared to to make any predictions whatsoever. Um, I I did see a Reddit thread. Someone was like, we're going to learn the entire Greek alphabet. I was like, oh, no. 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 I don't like that. No more letters. I hate it. Uh, But I mean, to be honest, like not to be a downer, but like, yeah, that's kind of my prediction is just like we're going to go through kind of the same cycle we've been going through, which is like, yeah, we're going to have, you know, hot booster girl summer and then yep. it's going to go into fall and winter again and we're going to all be like what i <laughs> the, the hospitals are overwhelmed again how dare they 
I predict this is going to be a my worst date year. Yes. Yeah. That's true. That's just facts. That is yeah. facts. I yeah. do feel that I energy. feel that confident, amazing energy. We're going to bring it into 2022. We're going to try like hell to do live show. We sure are. Gosh, fingers Come what crossed. May. <laughs> fingers crossed. Come what may. So, yeah. We, um, but we do. We got plans. We, we got, got big plans, plans yep. for this year. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah. We're I mean, we're expanding our team. We're we're we've got ideas, man. Yeah, I do think that we we did discuss, and I'm going to put the energy out there because I am not somebody who makes resolutions, but I am somebody who really feels like putting energy out and putting thoughts manifesting. manifesting I do believe in that, mm-hmm. and I do think we did talk about in April doing a show in Springfield. Oh, yeah, because I'm going to be in Springfield for April and May, for yeah. April and most of May. So. That's fucking too much. Wait I, a second. Listen. No, wait. Nobody agreed to all that. We did. I, I <laughs> that is too this with fucking you. much. I gave you the date. That is two fucking months out of our entire lives. Honestly, how dare you? Like, wow. who are, what is happening right now? <laughs> did you get permission from your mother to do that? Wow. Oh, yeah. apparently. I, I mean, think, Jesus. I wow. That is a lot. Cassie has taken that's two months. I took that personally. Listen, that's two months out of our 12 months that we have to spend together. And I feel cheated. That's all I'm saying. Wow. I think it's going to be a, a, a good year. And I'm putting it out there. Yeah. I am confident. And I am, I am strong. Too. So if I say it's going to be a good year, God right. damn it. That's right. That's I believe what you. the fuck it's going to be. So yeah. <laughs> there Honestly, we go. You just straight strong arm of Christina. I believe it now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean business and I said it. Yep. We're going to have a good time whether you like it or not. That's it's right. The- <laughs> Don't make me pull this year over because I, I will. I will fucking pull this year over. I will. Quit hitting your brother. <laughs> 21, 2021 is bothering me. It's touching, touching me. <laughs> Stop the dinner. <laughs> um, okay, so who should we fuck, marry, kill for the new year? I feel we should be aspirational. Oh. We ended our year with our crushes from last year. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. I feel like maybe we should do like our perfect like our perfect like who we are not the pete davidson's but the (laughs) you know what i mean you're like in 2022 we're not making that mistake we're not making those mistakes Mm. we have grown we have manifested we have man like a harrison ford or something right Mm. i don't know who's gonna who's gonna be a 2022 hottie who's on the scene that Mm. we're just like you know who i'm feeling right now and uh, I feel like he's probably too young for me, um, but that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Holland. I don't know mm. why he's got this energy about him that I just I like. My friend Sarah, shout out Sarah, sent me a video of him. Like she uh, Zendaya was like adju- adjusting her dress on the red yeah. carpet, and he like stood in front of her so that the cameras <gasps> Ooh, didn't catch her. Like we like that. Love I'm that like, energy. Oh, it's so sweet. He just so he seems he's so, thoughtful genuinely thoughtful and like yeah. nice and he's got that like not nice guy tm energy but mm-hmm. like genuinely, genuinely good guy energy yeah mm-hmm. and i think that that's the energy we should be seeking mm. yes. in 2022 yeah i think i have mine okay all right i think i'm going harry styles oh love okay i Excellent. just i don't know like i just love i adore him yeah i just love the mm. overall concept of confident vibes confidence yeah competent Mm-hmm. Like, um, 
like a real talented. risk taker, like talented, yeah. you know, willing to to go outside the box and mm-hmm. make moves and not like just I like that. Yeah. I yeah. Love yeah. 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 I love that I came up with this and, and I you have no, you have no, no idea, idea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is tends to happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> opening my mouth first and just hoping that the words come out. Who do I want it to be? Who's who's on my radar for 2022? Hmm. Who's I, Loki? Oh, that's that's Hiddleston. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think you've done Hiddleston before, though. I have. I have. You know who keeps popping in my head is Pedro Pascal for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, this the Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's hot. He is. He is. He's hot, and he is kind of, kind of still under the radar. Mm Cassie's like, who is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Everything I've heard, he's he's not. I've I've heard good things. I've heard good things. Yeah. Hmm. I'm putting it out there, Pedro Pascal. It's your year. Christina says it's so. 2022. Yeah, if you could reciprocate that energy back at us, that'd be amazing. <laughs> amazing. He's like, my worst date, it's your year. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So here we go. We got Pedro okay. Pascal. Okay. We got Harry Why does he kind of look like Eric a little bit? A little in bit. In this picture. Spanish Eric. Spanish Eric. <laughs> uh, Harry Styles and Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Okay. Oh. <gasps> no. Okay. See, but that's the thing. There's no bad choices no, here. No, really they're all we, lovely mm-hmm. in their own ways. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Made it so that we... Mm. Oh, no, though. This is hard. I think I know what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to fuck Harry. Good choice. I'm going to marry Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I didn't know who he was once I looked him up. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I like him. You can nerd yeah. out with him. He's very nerd mm-hmm. out. And I just saw that he's supporting his siblings coming out as transgender. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, feel really, like, I love, I love yeah. this like strong mm-hmm. energy. I, yep. I'm real here for that. Yeah. He seems like a really cool guy. Like we would have a lot to talk about and a lot to nerd out about. He just seems to bring a lot of, that. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing it, but I have to. It's okay. Um, Listen, it has to be done. Tom Holland just isn't my jam. I, I think that he's very sweet. And I'm here for that for if, them. If I was here tw- 20 years younger. That's exactly right. I would Too young for marry, me. marry yes. him in a heartbeat. So like. Well, I think him and Harry Styles are sim- similar. Okay, age. calm down. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> shut, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> he has oh. a younger energy though for me. I, like yeah, there's definitely. You. Yeah. Like he you. may actually be the exact same age for all I know. But I just, I feel like. Tom Holland is the guy I had a crush on in high school. For sure. For sure. Tom Holland is the guy I should have had a crush on in high school. (laughs) Like, because he's genuinely, like, nice. Mm, Harry Styles is the guy I had a crush on in high school. Or you're like, (laughs) he was definitely in a theater production Mm. with you. He was in Rent with you, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. uh, Harry Styles was. God, this is very hard Mm -hmm. for me. Mm. Okay, I need another second. Do you know okay. what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I know what I'm doing. Help talk me, um, talk me into. So they have invented a time machine, and for <laughs> for one night, I get to be 20 again, and mm-hmm. I am going to fuck Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah, he's like a real nice guy. I have a feeling he's very giving. Yeah, yeah. He's got a and, very giving energy, and, and if- it would be. If this is a, a fuck that's at the end of a date, that's culminate. He's the kind of guy who's like, he drove you up to the top of the city to look at the lights. Oh, yeah. And bought this sounds res- awful. Reservation oh, sounds at amazing. a nice and, restaurant. And bought you ice cream. Like, he sounds like 
oh, just nice. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to, I'm going to fuck Tom Holland. I am going to marry Pedro Pascal for the same Mm. reasons where I'm just like, there's so much I feel like we could talk about and connect on. We're going to be friends. That accent. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. He's definitely listened to that simulation theory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. So has Harry Styles, by the yeah. way. Yeah. 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 Both yeah. of them. Yeah. Certainly. And then, yeah, I got to kill Harry Styles. And it's only because, like, his energy is so cool that. Oh, got it. Maybe in 2023, I will come into an incredible amount of self-confidence <laughs> and that sort of thing. But 2022 is we're getting there. Yeah. But we're not quite there yeah. yet. So I wore mom out. jeans in Vegas. I mean, I, you're feeling, I don't give a fuck. Can I just I say, it. I just have to brag for a second because I will never be able to do it again. I got carded twice yeah, on she the did. floor at Vegas. Wow. Uh, two separate instances. I was like, this so. is my daughter. That's how I felt. I was like, he, guy came up to her and was like, can I see your ID? I was like, wow, I'm right here, bro. Like, no, no ID for me. I got to take these W's where I can get them. You know what I mean? Re-triggered. Yeah. Re-triggered. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Ooh. All right. Thank you for that, Christina, because yeah. I've decided okay. what I'm going to do. <laughs> I am actually going to marry Harry Styles. Okay. And the reason why is because in 2022, yeah. I am going to be my you coolest self. You are that self. bitch. Yeah. I am going to be my yeah. coolest self. And yeah. I think I love it. Harry Styles would... I, I, you know, I feel like it could go one of two ways. He could either just by nature of being himself, totally like outshine you or I don't think he would he though. I think he's the kind of who's, who's going to embrace into you. his spotlight. Right. Yes. Like, and, um, I think together we are going to wear so many sequins and feather bows. Um, that and, closet. Yeah. Ooh, Actually, I hope he wears gorgeous. more than me. <laughs> gorgeous. It's going to be so fun. Um, Yes, I think it would be a very fun marriage. I think he'll make me feel confident mm-hmm. um, and cool. And I like that. This is very difficult yeah. for me because mm. I feel like an evening with Pedro Pascal would be... An evening with Pedro Pascal. <laughs> <An> <laughs> sounds like a, <laughs> a song, sounds our like new like special. An M- NPR yeah. thing or something. Right. An evening with Pedro Pascal. I, I know that it was my choice and I said I was making better decisions in 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh but I mean, none of these are bad decisions. So yeah, no. I was going to say like yeah. better decisions. We, we definitely cheated and this gave ourselves all wins. Yeah, yes, so. yeah, yeah. Um, I think I have to fuck Pedro Pascal. Like I just yeah look at him. Mm. Yeah, he's I sexy. Present you uh, look, look at him. Yes, um, <laughs> yes. Look and listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I've gushed about Tom Holland. I think he is. Amazing. He's a friend. And you don't fucking, yes, He's for a sure. Friend. You don't land someone like Zendaya if you're not incredible no, like right. so he's got to be and like i think he is gonna make like such he's got to be just a wonderful partner he was a really good pick because i think you know for right now like he is he is a young baby angel spider-man but i expect in the years to come oh I think, he's gonna grow into i think just yeah incredible mm-hmm. so yeah. um but if if it's if it's I was trying to decide if I wanted to marry Tom Holland, but if right. it comes down to like who I'm going to like spend a night with, it's got to be Pedro Pascal just cause, mm-hmm. just cause look at him. Yeah. I mean, I have no other argument. I mean, <laughs> the end, the end, the end indeed. Oh, <sighs> gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Good. 
choices. Thank I you. Think. Good choices were made. Yeah. Yeah. Made. yeah. 2022, the year of good choices. Yeah. That's right. And speaking of good choices, we have people that made the choice to become patrons. <laughs> Yay. Good for oh my you. God. What good a job. Incredible what a segue, win. Christina. Nice. That's nice. I noticed that. Yeah, hey, you you put it to the bat, and I uh, <laughs> you just lined it right up. It was a line drive to the. So we want to give a shout out to Rachel Douglas. Hey. Welcome to the Patreon family, and thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I feel like we have another one too. We may have mentioned Caroline Hill bumping up her pledge. Uh, if we did, we mentioned it twice. There so you go. Shout out to Caroline. Thank you so much. Double, double. Double, double. We got a re-triggered. lot of- Re-triggered. Re-triggered. <laughs> exactly. We've got your rewards coming your way. Feel free to reach out to us uh, either via email or on Patreon for any requests that you'd like to see on there. If you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And thank you so much for being patrons. Welcome, Worsties. Yeah. We're going to start doing um, little short videos, um, kind of AMA style. So yeah, look out for those. Those are coming. We're talking about adding more episodes doing bring the double dates back yes. so mm-hmm. yep yeah a yep. lot of lot of fun stuff's Stuff happening in the yeah. next few weeks so thank you you guys want to take five and we'll come back with stories sounds great yes. and we're back all right Cass. okay so i'm gonna start us off with stories i got this story from reddit and normally when we get, we get people who send us um stories we you know usually keep names anonymous mm-hmm. um this story i don't know if this person changed this person's name but it's titled, I'm sorry, Jerry. Oh. <laughs> or Gary. It's G-E-R-Y. Oh, honey. Wow. What did you do? Met on Tinder. We met at a bar. I frequented. See how we could click. We were there for about 10 minutes before the bar back spotted me and came over to our table. I thought he was just going to come over and say hi. Nope. We spent the next hour <gasps> listening to this poor man's life story and talking him off a ledge. What? what he the ended up the starting... Back? He ended up starting to cry and just walking off of his job. Whoa. Whoa. He's having a rough time. This is your first date with somebody. I just want to go to this bar that we know well so it's safe. And, uh, you know, we'll just get to know each other, see if our vibes, right? You know, this poor, <laughs> this poor barback, this guy's though, like, for what? real, because, like, you know that he has <clears throat> such a shame receipt about that. Like, when you're at that place where you're just, like, off the rails emotional. Well, I think he was like, this is a friend. I know her well. But that guy who's an with hour? her is probably like, what in the fuck is happening right now? That's an hour. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> and then he walks off his chest. Just like, like, I'm you out. You know what? <laughs> I'm out of here. Deuces. Wow. <clears throat> so it continues. We, can, we go to continue our date when my roommate sent me our safe word because she was also on a date at a concert close to us. So I told him I had to go get her. She was unsafe. He offered to come with me just in case it was something really bad. Nice. Nope. She was just drunk. And she couldn't figure out how to order an Uber. Huh. We collect her and go to my She's apartment. Like, SOS. I can't figure this out. Oh my God. So we collect her and take her back to my apartment. She yells at him the entire ride that she he wasn't saying my name or he was saying my name wrong. He wasn't. Oh. And then crying about being a failure. Oh, oh God. my God. This what? guy Listen, is getting all of it. I really oh, want to know what was going on astrologically at the time that everybody is a having a fucking crisis. Was Mercury in retrograde? Like I they're mean, all like, my life is terrible. <laughs> 
We get to the apartment and I'm 4'11 and my roommate is 5'6. My date is 6'3. So he helped her get out to our third floor apartment. Wait, wait, wait. She's 4'11 and her date is 6'3? Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, all right. Tall guys, short girls. It's not. Yeah. I mean, that's no, pretty. I love it. That's no, my, a thing. My, my, I, grandpa, a yeah. my grandpa was 6'4. My grandma was 5 foot even. So, I mean, I oh, understand. Yeah. yeah. See, my, gran- my, my grandma was teensy tiny. My grandpa was like over 6 foot. Yeah. Yeah. My grandmother was like almost probably exactly these heights, <laughs> to be fair. Brilliant. Yeah. So he helps help to get uh, get her to our third floor apartment. She proceeded to throw a pen on him, not once, not twice. No. Oh, but three times. This poor man. One for each flight of stairs. Oh, my, oh my God. So I've already decided I'm about to suck this man's soul directly from his body. <laughs> I was dedicated to making this night better for this man. <laughs> I may not have been able to save the night, but at least I can make it worth it. I should also note, I like things pretty rough. So I'm encouraging this experience to be pretty intense. I'm thinking, ooh, this is good. I'm working this. So they're yeah. getting it on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We yeah. go to switch positions. Oh. Your girl's favorite, face down, ass up. That's the way we like to fuck. Yep. Yep. <laughs> when we get about four strokes in before all of a sudden this man leaps off my bed having a full meltdown. Oh, no. Oh, no. After I realized what happened and got over being mad, everything had stopped. I looked at him naked, limp and screaming. And I realized. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I realized he had one of my Lee press on toenails stuck to his pubes. <laughs> Wait, wait, why, wait, why is the Lee press on toenails? Wait, <laughs> wait. I added the Lee press on, but it says press on toenails. How he had one of my press on toenails stuck to his pubes. Who is, Who pressing, is on pressing on toenails? <laughs> why? Did I miss something? Is that there a trend? That no clue. I should be up on? Like, I... <laughs> I so- didn't realize Gary was experiencing three crises. No. One, he had gotten so rough. He separated my toenail from my body. He thought he would <laughs> Two, I didn't flinch or react when said toenail was removed. I was like, what is wrong with her? And finally, that my mutilated toenail was now touching and attached to his body. <laughs> to his pubes. Oh my my man went through all five no. stages of grief no. and all in a minute. Looking back, I realize that I'm probably the story he tells when someone asks if he's ever met someone oh online. Oh, my God. He, if you're out there, Gary, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh. Wow. A toenail. Oh. A press on toenail. Yeah. They're either married or they don't talk again. No. That's they just, ne- No. Well, after a night like that, I'm sorry. That's just. That's a lot. The that's cherry the, on that's, top. That's the universe being yeah. like, you know what? It's the toenail nah, on top no. of the shit cake. It's yeah. the toenail on top Gross. of the shit cake. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Tinder date three to four years back wouldn't stop showing slash talking about her knife collection, oh. which was easily 400 plus knives. <gasps> no, that's even, too many knives. Even whipped out her favorite butterfly knife favorite. in a restaurant full of kids to show me and started flicking it around her hand. Ooh, I don't like no, no, that. No, 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 I don't like this. Bad vibes. Didn't you do the the tainted love, Cassie, of Catherine? 
Knife? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Also had a favorite an obsession with knives. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Yeah. It's a. You know. Like you that. do you, but it's a weird vibe. It's the meat curtains for me. Oh, <laughs> it's it is the meat curtains for me. <laughs> it's too much. Uh, um. After the entire date of her being extremely handsy with me, touching my hands, arm, running fingers through my hair, holding her hand on my inner thigh, Mm. I decided to touch her back for the first time after three hours by putting my arm around her shoulder Uh while we were sitting down uh, with her hand. (laughs) Retriggered. With her hand rested on my thigh, inches from my crotch. Her immediate reaction was to scream at the top of her lungs, what the fuck are you doing, while digging her very sharp nails into my face. This happened at a train station in Germany, which was very empty to my luck. I was confused, dazed, looking around because I know what it looked like. Big, creepy guy touching innocent girl. I had blood dripping from (gasps) my face from three different spots. Oh, my Scars on your face. No. Yikes. She just says, oh, haha, sorry. That was my knee-jerk reaction. Sorry if I hurt you. Anyways, I, anyway, as what? I was saying, my favorite video game is probably Mass Effect 3 or Zelda, blah, blah, blah. She carries on the conversation as if nothing happened while I'm trying my best to keep my face from bleeding. I'm in disbelief. I'm scared. I want out of there. Um, waiting for the train that was coming in 12 minutes felt like centuries. Train... Oh. Train arrives, immediately jump in, don't even say goodbye, no eye contact. As the door is closing, she says, hope I get to see you again soon. No. No. Hope I never see you again. I lock myself in the train's bathroom and fall to my knees. Holy fucking shit, I thought I was going to get stabbed. Not only did did she not get a second date, I didn't date at all. For the next three years. Okay, understandable a little bit. Yeah, honestly. P.S. I should mention that she was studying to become a mortician and was in possession of a real human skull. Oh, I thought this was a joke. Nope, guys, I'm sorry. Just trigger warning. I thought this was a joke because she sent me pictures of it where she had drilled holes into it to use as a pen slash pencil holder. Oh, I hate that. Okay. Wow. Wow. Why? Listen, I wow, feel so bad that it's a for real human person that you just drilled. No, a it's so scary. Hole like, in, and I I wanted to tell that one because like Ugh. obviously you know high percentage of women who end up on very scary dates on this podcast, Oof. but it happens the other way around too, where yeah. like men feel unsafe uh, as well. Oh yeah. my goodness, four hundred knives. Wow. Why do you need so many? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Why? people collect a lot of things, but yeah, that's that's somebody that's really Hummel into the, dolls. Ma- the macabre <laughs> and like dumb plates and shit. Right? Yeah, but nice thimbles, four hundred yeah. something coins, stamps. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Honestly, okay. This one is a uh, what? <laughs> what? Uh, what? He says about two years after my divorce, I had healed up from a work injury decided to start dating again. Eventually met someone on an app and talked for about two weeks. She was 32. Conversations were good, and she was willing to talk about basically any subject, and we could talk for a couple hours each night easily. She had a couple of kids, which I didn't have a problem with, and she would talk about them, talked about how the dads weren't involved, three different dads, okay, slight red flag, but some guys leave when a girl gets pregnant or they leave shortly afterwards, okay, fine. We live 30 minutes away, and she drives to my place, and I'm driving us around on the date. 
While on the date, we're walking up some stairs and she stops all of a sudden with me behind her. And as I'm walking up the steps, my hand bumps her ass, which makes her mad since we just met. I apologize profusely, saying I hadn't expected her to stop suddenly. And she lets it go a few minutes later. No big deal. Even kisses me on the cheek. So we ended up going to lunch at a Chinese buffet. We get some plates, go to our table. She goes and gets two more plates of food. And I was Mm -hmm. looking like, okay, well, we haven't even started. But here's where it gets nuts. Messy. Messy. Mm. As we're talking, kids come up Mm. and she talks about wanting more and how she's really fertile and loves sex every day and hopes I can give her sex as often as we're together. She then starts talking about how she would really want me to take care of her and her kids. And I had to knock her up every other year to keep her pregnant as much as possible since she loves being pregnant. At this point, I'm in shock. We're on our first date. No. Ma'am. No. Wow. Wow. What? Imagine no. going on a date and someone's like, it'd be if someone, if a guy's no. like, I want to knock you up like uh-uh. every other year. Mount. Oh, it, on a first date. Mount. Mount. So she's telling me all this that she's always horny and even more so while pregnant and has enjoyed being with me and wants to see how it can work out long term. All I can think is this is how she was with, with those other guys. Yeah. And she already has three different dads for her kids. There's some more that came up, but she eventually didn't like the fact that while I was married, my ex also worked, especially when I was injured, something that this girl did not she want, doesn't to do. want to do. No, 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 no. Okay. She just wanted a sugar daddy to knock her up constantly and let her stay home. Oof. I feel like there's a website for that. Yeah. That sounds like a fetish right yeah that's uh, definitely a fetish people, yep. some people like pregnancy fetishes yeah oh okay yeah, yeah. i was like i mean I i'm mean, not gonna lie when i was pregnant i definitely was like horny all the time really but like i don't want to get pregnant just it's to, a bad reason yeah, to get that's pregnant. not it it's a you can be horny otherwise like, yeah billy you're here because mama likes to get oh my god that's not we shouldn't be doing that yeah yeah, no, I mean... It's not a great reason to want to have children No, well. no. I yeah, mean, that, like, that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You should oh. consider surrogacy or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Like, something. Yeah. Maybe they make, like, pillows and you can pretend you're yeah. pregnant or something. I don't know. Also I don't think it just, produces the same hormones. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just also a lot to lay at somebody on a oh, very first day. time yeah. meeting. No, them. you get Listen, the Listen, I'm not you, here to yuck her yum, but I am here to say... Wow, that's yeah. not it. That's not. That's it. not a first date. <laughs> that's not how you do it. For me, I'm like, how, how fast tell me about your would job? you moonwalk out of there? Oh like, shit! Just so quickly. I'll be right back. Never. I have to go use the restroom. Taxi. And there's something about it being like a Chinese buffet too. It's just like yeah, you're going through really the line, like picking up wontons, like conversation to have over General Sal's chicken. Imagine. <laughs> Somebody comes wow. to refill your water. That's what they catch. Like Ooh. little snippets of that conversation. You know, we love a good like wait staff mm. story. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, that gosh. person was like filling all the cups uh-huh. in the vicinity uh-huh. over Wipe, and over. Wiping the table behind like, yikes. <laughs> Giving dude eye like, are you safe? Do Blink you twice. Listen, <laughs> alcohol is a diversion. You can get out of here. Yeah, right. 
Oh Spill water God. on or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm here for you. Ooh, gosh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That was uh, something. That might actually beat my tainted love. That's pretty, that's pretty extra. <laughs> extra. Yeah. All right. So I got my tainted love because I we were just in Vegas and you guys know I love a good Vegas story. So mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of want something with a Vegas vibe. Yeah. And so I found this story um, through 48 hours and then I also uh, found the snapped oh, yeah. episode about it. Mm. And there was uh, there were a couple articles. I'll put them in the show notes because I totally blanked on the name of the article and I meant to write it down. So <laughs> I am actually going to tell the story in the way that Snap told it because I like mm. the way. I don't know. Sometimes you're like, how do I tell the story? Yes. Like, Do I want to start with this or do I want to start with that? I'm going to start with this. On October 2004, construction worker is taking a little walkie from his uh, desert on this desert path. It's Arizona. He's taking a little shortcut through like this kind of brushland desert area mm-hmm. um, from his place to the like a convenience store on the main road do a little walkie walk and he gets his six pack of beer. It's his day off and he's going to go home and enjoy his day off. And he's taking a little walksy back and he's like, you know what? I'm going to crack one of these open and sit on this nice little rug over here underneath the shade and pop back a, you know, one of my beers. Sure. You know, take a little break. Live your life. It's a rug doing. That's what he thought too. And so when he sat down, (laughs) he was like, he's like, hmm. I'm drinky drinking this beer. And he's like, I wonder what's underneath this rug. So uh, he's like, curiosity. He lifts up the rug and it's a bin. It's like a one of those big Rubbermaid bins. He's like, did I find treasure? No, so then he's like, I'm going to open this up. And so no. <laughs> you're in for a nightmare, my dude. It is a bin underneath a rug in the in, desert. In the, the desert. desert. Yeah. No, what? it's and, not treasure. And it's true. Could be. It is Could true. I don't treasure. know why it didn't even. I was like, yeah, get your life. Drink your beer. It didn't even occur to me. I'm like, yeah, what? Why? I don't think I would just sit down on no. a random rug. No. <laughs> it's a long In the walk. middle of the desert. It's a long walk. He oh. wanted one of his brewskis. I've seen enough datelines now yeah. that I'm like. What's this doing Turns here? out he was having brewskis with his broski oh. in a box. And so oh. he opens the box because treasure. And he's like, nope. That smells like not treasure. <laughs> that smells like poop. And it was a torso. <gasps> oh, 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 my God. No. But oh just you ever gosh. sleep again. A Would torso. You ever sleep again. Ever. Oh, my gosh. Just the torso of a human body. So oh. that's the start of this story. Oh, my God. Calls goodness. the police, of course. And the police come out to in the check Arizona out this body. Heat in the Arizona heat. Oh. My goodness. The body turns out to be a one Jay Orban. So let me tell you a little bit about how Jay got in the middle of this desert path and became a bar stool oh, for a construction worker. No. Oh, my God. All right. So Marjorie Crow grew up in Altamont Springs, Florida. She grew up dancing. She had a, a great life with her family. She's described as just a natural beauty. She's blonde, blue eyes, tall, leggy, you know, beautiful dancer. She is, you know, loving life and just has like, you know, big dreams of dancing and just, you know, has done it her whole life. She's very like passionate about it. And she has um, 
like besides like these dreams of being a dancer, she's always dreamt of having a family. Unfortunately, she gets some pretty rough news at, at 18 years old when doctors told, tell her she'll never have children. Oh. And so from that point, she's just like, you know what? I'm going to... At 18? Yeah. She got that news? Wow. Isn't that awful? Yeah. Like you're like the whole thing that you dream of doing your whole entire life is to be a mother and to... Dance. Have a family. And dance, have a family, mm-hmm. right? Like these are your dreams. I mean, imagine your teenage dreams. Yeah. And then to find out that one of those dreams was just never going to come true. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like, you know what? That happened to my my aunt at 18. Same. Wow. She had to have like everything like taken out and everything. And it's just like, it's just, I can't imagine that. That's you devastating. Know? This is the beginning of your life. Yeah. I like Especially if that's something, I mean, it's hard for anyone, even if it's not something that you thought you wanted to have the option taken away is, right. is, exactly. is terrible. But if it is something that you like really know that you want yeah, yeah. Like, to, that's tough. to have that ripped away from you, especially yeah. at 18 years old, mm-hmm. this is the beginning of your life. And her doctors were just like, yeah, you're just not going to have children. You just, it's not going to work out for you. And she's like, well, fuck this then I'm going to live for me and I'm going to fucking just enjoy my life. I'm you. going to just do whatever the fuck I want and just live my life happy for myself then. Okay. And so by the time she's 25, she's on her third marriage because you know, damn it. She may not be able to have kids, but she still wants to have love. She's like, <laughs> trying to be living the life alone. There you go. So her third husband though, decides that Three by 25 though, that's you're really, you know, you're working through working it. hard. Yeah. Yeah. You're going through them. Um, by that age, she's like also like, you know, her husband at the time was like, let's move to Vegas. And she's like, why not? Right. Yeah. She's young, yeah. living life. She's like, yep, let's move to Vegas. This is um, where she renews her passion for dance. And she gets a job as a showgirl. And she is like loving it. Like, I am loving this for Marjorie. I love this mm. for Marjorie. She is killing it. I mean, imagine Legs McGee over here. Yeah. With, who's a dancer. So could, many feathers. Could there be a better job Yeah, for her? There you go. Can't think of one. So she's living that showgirl life and her husband is gambling that showgirl money right down the toilet. Ugh. Yeah. Don't love that. Nope. Hate I it. Don't love that. She hated it too. And she was like, you know what? This is not, this is not what we came for. So yeah, she's, she's like, like, I've left husbands for less, sir. Exactly. I've left them for less. And she was like, <laughs> deuces Vegas. I'm out. <laughs> And she makes it all the way to Phoenix, Arizona, and her car breaks down, and she's like, I could work here. Guess I live here now. Guess I live in Phoenix. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Keegan. I know. I would totally do That's that. That's you. She's like, guess I live in Phoenix now. So Marjorie, for money, decides that, you know, she's like, I'm beautiful, and I can dance. And guess what? There is a gentleman's club here, and I could make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So she goes and works at this gentleman's club and does just that. She starts making her money, and she meets this very very like precocious guy this guy who's really into her his name is jay and he is just like into her he's like i want to take you out on dates you're beautiful and she's like i know i'm a dancer <laughs> i know thank I, you she's so like much, i know but... have you seen me i'm literally <laughs> my looks pay for my way in life yeah, so yeah. um but she was like you know he's a he's a nice guy or whatever but she just you know was not really into it they'd gone on a couple dates but nothing Super well, special to her. And she's just literally got like she just left a marriage from a yeah. guy who's like fucking pretty much flushed her entire career down the toilet. Yeah. So she's like, no. And by the time she just makes up enough money to get the fuck out of Dodge, she does. So she she makes enough money and heads back to Florida. She's like here for fear of a good time, but not, not a long, long time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's what she did. She made enough money to get herself back to Florida. And that's what she does. 
And once she makes it back to Florida, she ends up meeting, uh, like running into like an old friend of hers who actually happens to own tons of strip clubs. Like he is like the man who kind of really put gentlemen's clubs on the the you know main stage like the idea of a gentleman's mm-hmm. club right oh, okay like this and he owned multiple clubs he was a millionaire like he's just got so much money and she's like yeah that'll do pig and he's <laughs> like his name's michael j peter and again club owner millionaire i mean we're talking like he's rich he's the kind of rich that was featured literally they were on like lifestyles of the rich and famous yes they oh, were with robin leach yep. yes. yes they were and she's just this beautiful blonde on his arm and the relationship's actually really good and they have a wonderful life they travel all over the world she's literally living it up but in the job that he has like he's not like necessarily the most faithful, faithful guy yeah, exactly yeah. i mean imagine i mean the guys in around half naked to naked women almost his entire life. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, he wasn't necessarily the most faithful faithful guy in the world. And so she's like, you know, I'm just, I've had enough of yeah. that. Like I'm, you know, I want to move on with my world and get, get looking, going. Looking for love. Yeah. She's looking for true love. She's And she's like, you know, am I really living my dream? And she's like, I was really the most happy when I was a showgirl in Vegas. And so she's like, you know what? Let's take myself I don't need no man to do this. I'm going to move my ass back to Vegas and become a showgirl again. And it's this showgirl life that actually leads her back to Jay. Her picture is featured as one of the showgirls on a billboard. And Jay is traveling and sees her billboard and is like, oh, my God, lost love of my life. Hashtag the one that got away. And was like, I. Wow. There you are, Marjorie, my dream girl. I've been missing you. And so he does. He reaches out to Marjorie and is like, oh, my God. I have loved you forever. And I've literally, even though it's been a decade, 10 years since they had seen each other last, she, he's like been pining over her all this time. Wow. But now Jay is a little bit more mature, a little bit older, and also has a really great career and has owns his own business, travels selling um, American Indian art as an art dealer and travels all the time and is just making a boatload of money. I mean, he's no gazillionaire like Michael J. Peters. That's right. Yeah. Michael, thank you. Wow. I was almost at Michael J. Fox just I, because. I almost was thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, I got to look now. Um, so he is, uh, you know, he's not that kind of wealthy, but he's got money. And he's like, you know what? I want you to, I want to provide for you. I love you. And you are literally the one that got away. I cannot, I've lived my whole life thinking of you. These past 10 years have always been about like pining after you. I'm in love with you. That's a lot. It's it a is. lot. I, I know. would be a little I, creeped out by I that. I really want to have the like romantic, you know, I want right. to believe in love and romance, but like I am side-eyeing that so hard. Yeah. I'm, like it would be a lot for mm-hmm. somebody to be like, I went on a couple of dates with. Yeah. Imagine someone coming, like you run into somebody that you went out on a couple of dates with. Right. Like it's not like this is like your high school sweetheart or right. like someone who you like we're in a relationship with like this you is met someone him while you were dancing he's some guy who thought you were hot like you went on a couple dates like you said like yeah, it's not it, like it would be weird to me to yeah. be like uh, yeah i've been thinking about you for That's 10 years and i long. want i want you to come live with me and i want to he was for you. he's ready for it though. laying he's, it on yeah and he's so laying it on that he's like you know the only thing she's ever wanted in her whole life is what the dance the family. and kids have family. kids. Yeah. And now we're talking, this is like the 90s. So there's new procedures. There's new mm-hmm. technology. There's 
all kinds of things that can be done now. And he's Mm -hmm. like, I also want a family. I want a wife. I want kids. And I am willing to do whatever it takes for that to happen for us. And she's like, you know what? I'm staring down the barrel of an of a, a career that has a timeline. Right. I mean, honestly. Sure. Yeah. I know. mean, even now, I mean, she's got to be 35 at this point. 33. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, yes. So Ish. yes, around that time. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she's um, she's like, yeah, look, I mean, she's staring down the barrel of the end of a career mm-hmm. that, you know, again, has it does. It has a timeline. You're a showgirl. It is, it is yeah. what it is. I mean, your knees aren't going to hold out forever. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. And it's not just about looks. That's part of it. But it's also just about like. How long are you going to be able to to keep ha- that going? It's keep stamina. That it's late nights. It's, yeah. that's like, right. it's a lot of keep it's a lot pace. of everything, you know. It is. And so she's like, "You know what? Now isn't the worst time in my life to start a new chapter." Yeah, right? You know, and she's like, "And this guy is great and he so loves me and he's willing to I know this is going to take a turn at some point, but I'm loving Marjorie up to this point. I'm like, I, "Yeah, she's Marjorie's you know, had a life. She's doing her thing. She's doing the thing." Yeah, burning bright. Yeah. All right, I'm so gonna, I'm going to be re-triggered, aren't I? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm feeling the same way. <laughs> this whole episode just called re-triggered. <laughs> also, we should explain re-triggered to anybody who doesn't know because uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, or, or we just keep saying it. Or we just keep, <laughs> it, when we were in Vegas, one of the slot machines, like if you hit the free plays, it'd say re-triggered, and yeah, I just love the it. Slot now machine it's, that Cassie kept winning on, mm. so like over and over, it just kept saying re-triggered. <laughs> it's like, well, that's a life saving scream. Cash and prizes. Cash and prizes. Cash and prizes. So she she does. They end up moving. They do get married at the little white chapel in Vegas, right nice. on the Sunset or Sunset Strip. Nope, the Vegas Strip. Mm-hmm. And um, they move to Phoenix and his beautiful home and. After about $100,000 and a year's worth of trying, she does get pregnant. And oh, wow. she does have, they have their son. Wow. And in 1996, or no, 90, it doesn't matter. It's really not that important to the story. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so they end up having their son. And it is glorious and wonderful. And everybody is so thrilled. And he is so cute. She's just this beautiful blonde and he's this little beautiful toehead boy and they just they're so happy and he, you know, but his life is on the road. I mean, he's traveling two weeks at a time every two weeks. He's on the road traveling, selling and, and you know, you know what quote comes to mind with this whole Marjorie thing? And I think it was a, an Ed Hamill song. Remember? Um, I don't know. Ed Hamill is a guitar player for Ani DeFranco that used to um, perform with the theater troupe that I used to belong to. And he has a song, Some Hearts Need a Lot of Loving. Mm. Marjorie's like one of those people that has like a big empty heart. Like mm-hmm. some hearts need a lot of loving. It has to be and refilled. She, yeah. She refilled. needs, her tank mm-hmm. is very large. Yeah. And it needs, she seems like somebody that needs, needs a lot of love. Yes. And so and attention. and attention. Yeah. Some people need to be with people. Yeah. Like there are people who can be, you know, take it or leave it are totally okay on right. their own, you know, and then there are some who. Mm. That's a really good point. Yeah. That's, I mean, I didn't even think about her this way until, until you said that, because, but, but you're right. Like she, and she is so happy. I mean, like, honestly, she just had, I mean, she's got a son now. I mean, these are things that she never thought she was going to have. So I right. think that, you know, I think probably part of her thought 
that would fulfill her and that would be yeah you know i yeah. mean she's i think I, a lot of people feel that home, way too like home mom this you, is going to be the yeah. dream come true and not just in this situation like not just when it comes to like I, i'm not speaking just about like mothers or people oh, who sure. families but i think a lot of people have this idea of like if i could only achieve x, x. thing mm. then, I then i'll happy. feel fulfilled yeah. and happy and contented mm. and mm-hmm. like that's just not the case most of the time. Not you know, how it like, works. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know somebody like this, and I'm like, because well, the X keeps changing. Yeah, yeah, it keeps moving. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just, I just call it in my head. I call it big heart syndrome. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not a professional or whatever. But I'm sure. just like that person has a <laughs> yeah a, a big heart, and it just needs a lot. Needs a lot. Yeah. Well, and again, she was very happy. I think they were all very happy. Um, but. You know, he was spending a lot of time on the road, and, and she hurts hard too. Like even if it's great, yeah. it's still a lot, especially when you're on your own a lot of the time. It's funny to me too. Okay, this kind of reminds me of something like kind of what you're saying, Christina. Uh, I have a friend who has uh, a girlfriend that he moved to his home in another country, and he moved this girlfriend from the states to where he lives, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, you know, we're we're having some, you know like a little bit of clashing mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah but you also moved moved her to you she has to rely on you mm-hmm. she's probably an independent person who now has to be dependent mm-hmm. which is difficult it's yeah. hard for the person that they're dependent on because then you feel like you're carrying all the load yep. I'm like this is a big it's so much bigger than just wanting to be with somebody right. you taking somebody who's like been independent carried their own weight their whole entire lives and now they are dependent on someone else for everything, for their money that comes in the home. And not that they're not able to do everything they want to do, but if you are somebody who's been mm-hmm. a strong, oh, yeah. independent person, to now be reliant on someone Hard. is very difficult. Yeah. And it, it just very takes, difficult. Takes, a, takes a while to get your footing in a new yeah. town. New, new town. Vibe. You're yeah. trying to learn new people. You're trying to find new people. How do you find new people when you're you, a stay-at-home mom? And you also have someone who's dependent on you That's for everything. Right. Too, yeah. Now, it's a big, which you didn't have before. It's so. just a big change. And <laughs> I don't think lot. people take that into consideration. I think right. that a lot of people are like, you should be happy. You're, you don't have to do anything. But that's part of the problem if you've been somebody who has always done something. Right. You know, totally, like totally. I can't imagine being... dependent on anybody i mean i you know i was pretty much for you know minus the small amount i was bringing in on unemployment like i was dependent on chris i fucking hate it i yeah i'm the same way i hated it you know i really struggle with that i want to feel like i'm i'm pulling my own yes you know a hundred percent i need to know that i'm contributing as much as if not more yeah, yeah. I, I just mean, and I relationships go through ups and downs and like you know some there's always gonna be times when like someone's doing more yeah. than whatever. But yeah, this would be very difficult. This is a lot of life change. Like yeah. you're dependent on someone else. You have someone who's dependent on you. You're mm-hmm. trying to figure out, even if it's what you want, there's sure. a learning curve, I'm sure, to motherhood. Like, you know, I mean, and like not to say that else. she wasn't taking care of when she was with Peters. Like, I mean, that yeah, guy was sure. carrying the weight for sure, but it's yeah. a different weight. Yeah. Right? Like mm-hmm. he doesn't really have to, he probably didn't have to go into a, weekly job like he's I mean sure sure he's just wealthy to be wealthy sake and I yeah, mean right. you're probably spending a lot of time together you're going places you're doing things so you're constantly She's being occupied yeah with stuff and right. things that are going on now you're just being occupied as a housewife when you've always had a like like a, a life, girl life a yeah. life you've had a life and now your life is you know wrapped around this thing that you always thought you wanted which is not to say that she didn't love being a mother I just think that she was 
I don't want to say bored, but well, and maybe some, some people thrive as housewives and like that's for sure what they want and they're very happy and content that way. Right. But I think that girl on the date that Christina was just talking about would have thrived. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is where she lives. For. Oh, yeah. 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 They would be very happy together. Re-triggered. <laughs> Re-triggered. Exactly. And she's like, re-pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you just had a baby. I know. <laughs> um, beep, boop, boop. Oh, so anyway, you know, they, they've they been together for quite some time. And uh, their son's eighth birthday comes up. And Oh, wow. Okay. Fast forward. Yeah, fast forward. <laughs> Their son's eight. He's been traveling. This is, you know, all part of the scenario. Jay's out on the road. He comes back. He, this has always been his thing, though. Like, he he may travel for work, but he always has made time to come back for important events. Birthdays, anniversaries. He's always there Love for important things, okay. right? Like, he is his own boss, so he can kind of control a little bit of that as far as, like, you know, when he can be on the road or when he has to be on the road, et cetera. Right. So he's back. He comes back for his son's birthday and then apparently takes off again. And he was supposed to be back for his 45th birthday. And so he had talked to his mom earlier that day on his 45th birthday and, you know, was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to head back in town and I'll see you guys tonight. And then nobody heard from him mm. again. And so they, his mom, Joanne's like, hey, Marjorie, um, trying to get a hold of Jay can't reach him. And she's like, oh, yeah, just talk to him. He went back out on the road. He actually was going to come home. But, you know, our son's sick. He has the strep throat. He didn't want to get sick. So he decided to hit the road again. So, yeah, just, you know, I've been able I've been in touch with him. He's fine. OK, mm. well, then like a week passes and still no one's hearing from him. But Marjorie's heard from him. So he must be fine. You know, yeah. so he, she's like, yeah, no, I, I talked to him. But then like things like work things start coming through, like like shipments aren't going out like they're supposed to. And so the business people keep getting a hold of Marjorie and she's like, yeah, no, I've been able to talk to him. Marge, he's, he's, yeah, Marge, Oof. stop it. Like, but eventually, what, what? How do you think this is going to end? <laughs> like, yeah. Eventually, though, the family is like, Marge, you really need to call the police. He, I mean, nobody's heard from him. What you are guys, you talking about? He keeps calling me. I don't know what the deal she's is. She's like, fine, I will call and put a missing person's report out then. So she calls and kind of is like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to report my husband missing. Anyway, she's like, he's. they were like, well, do you know his license plate number? She's like, mm, not off the top of my head, which to be fair, I was thinking I about it. Would certainly no, not. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know my own. My own. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't even know where to find it because I'm assuming all the paperwork for it was probably in the car in as the car, well. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, I don't even know where I would you find it. call the DMV or something? I, I like, I'm like, can't you look that shit up? You're the fucking police. <laughs> right. <laughs> You tell me. Yeah, right? <laughs> you got me. I'd be like, quick, tell me your wife's license plate off the top of your head right now. I had no idea. So, but he doesn't, she doesn't know. And she's like, I'll get back to you. She doesn't get back to them. And it's like three days later. And, and ma'am. And the police are like, the, the detective that she talks to calls her back and she's like, hey, yeah. So I, nobody, how has anybody heard back from him yet? I mean, where are we at? You know, you never got back to me. And she's like, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I filed the report, but I don't he's not really missing. I mean, I I've been in contact with him and it's Ooh. it's fine and he's been out of town. She's like, you know, and Marge. And so she's like, Okay. And she calls back like a couple of days later and she's like, So where are we at on this missing person? And she's like, Yeah, I don't know. She's 
they're like, well, would you be willing to come in for a lie detector test? And Marjorie's like, I, they want me to come in and do a lie detector test. And some guy in the background was said, well, you can tell them to fuck off. What? And what? He, she was like, I'm, I'm sorry, one more time. The officer's like, uh, somebody's in the background. Who, who, who that be? So what? that was enough suspicion for them to get a warrant because they're like, we need to know what's going on. Yeah, Obviously, you may have strange situation. It's a very strange situation. So what's happening here? And the family is like, what the fuck is going on? So they fucking SWAT team. Oh, wow. Fucking Hit. come in to execute a warrant. They fucking come and break down the fucking door. Dude, the, the big They were dude, waiting for this. They were like, oh, yeah. I can't wait to break in dude, this new SWAT equipment. Imagine. They were like. Yeah. <laughs> They're like unwrapping things on plastic. Like, like, ooh, ooh shiny. Yeah. <laughs> they break in this fucking house and this dude comes at them like he's going to do something. Of course, I'm sure he doesn't know it's the goddamn SWAT team coming in and breaking into their house. He probably just thinks somebody's breaking in. They fucking taser him. Oh, my <laughs> balls. I, I bust his nose. They have a picture of him. He's got like blood all over his face. I'm like, dude. I will say, this feels like an overreaction. It's so extra. Like, this, this seems like... To execute a search warrant. Meanwhile, we have no budgeting for like schools or health care. But we can just like go in with military grade weapons to knock this person's door down. They go at her with a fucking gun. They're like on her like with guns. SWAT team. They're going down the hallway and she's like, my fucking kid's here. There's a kid down there. Oh my God. Can you imagine? For a missing person has anyone ever gone Stop that it. that over that hard that hard yeah. for a this missing Maricopa person County. ever i feel like it is i feel like it is it's phoenix yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so yeah yeah <laughs> Just, I mean, and it's a white guy missing police presence there we go <clears throat> but i was just like i have i mean like i've heard some missing person cases and i have never and it's not even like as far as the police know at this point there's a wife that's being like she shady she's like shady yeah but she's like i've talked to him but probably right. like it's right. just, you can she's think not she's worried. lying, but just go bring her in then. Like, what? I don't understand. Like, what? Why? Why? Well, why she didn't want to do a lie detector test. And they were like, well, no, fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Well, we're going to knock you your imagine? door down and tase your boyfriend. Wow. So they're like, who's this? And she's like, that's my boyfriend. And then she's got a little surprise for the police. She's divorced. They haven't been married for like a year after they got married. They got divorced. Wait, wait. What? But they had been living together as what? husband and wife Why? because she had some kind of like IRS lien against her from a previous marriage that had come into play. And she was like, I don't want this to have anything to do with my new husband. I don't want this to affect him. So they were like, let's just get divorced and let's, but let's live, you know, obviously like we're married. Right. They had a great relationship. There's no reason to actually get divorced, except she didn't want this to affect his, you know, income or affect his business or anything like that so they had gotten divorced years and years before but no one knew fucking layers man no one knew but also she was like as far as anybody knew as far as anyone knew they were like a married couple yes and she's like but we we started out getting divorced because of that but then we kind of grew apart but it doesn't seem like anyone did he know that yeah exactly that's that's the question (laughs) that no one knows um so but at this point they don't have anything so they have to let them both go they like 
what fucking what a waste of resources i am huge. furious about this situation yeah, right like, they don't find really anything in the house except that his stuff really isn't there like they don't find many pictures of him there's a few but all of his clothes have been packed up there in the fucking attic which is weird because he does live there yeah that's so strange. there's they find weird things but they don't find anything that would be evidence yeah. of a crime the only other thing that they notice is that in the garage that it had been repainted and that there was a new epoxy cover on the floor. But again, that's not proof of anything. They're like, where's your rug at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't seen a rug in here. Yeah. Yep. Where's the garage rug? Um, the garage rug? rug? <laughs> where's the garage rug? <laughs> well, you just got rid of your garage rug? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All okay. right. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so the, the boyfriend, though, is Larry Weisberg. And she had met Larry at the workout facility that she went to like the fitness center. She was like, of course, like a big, big and being fit because mm-hmm. I mean, she was a dancer and of course, you know, looks were her thing. Yeah, always she made so. money on her body. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And so this guy is a guy that she met there. They'd been dating for like three months, seemed all on the up and up. And as far as Larry knew, she was just a divorced woman who had a had a copi- copacetic relationship with her ex. Larry's she like, did I know. did not sign up yeah. to being tased. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right? Happening. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> so, you know, they go through everything and they're just like, again, nothing can to 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 suggest that there's anything that can hold them, you know, so they're just they gotta let them go. Um but things are like, like I said, adding up, you know, there's like those small, small little things, all his box up clothes, et cetera, et cetera. They do start to go through Marjorie's financials, though. And this is why um, when they start to see things like she has been cashing checks ever since the last day that somebody had heard from Jay mm-hmm. on his birthday. Every day since then, she has been cashing out $500 from the account every single day in cash well that is not <clears throat> suspicious at all yes daily suspicious. cash withdrawals yeah she was also spending tons of money like she is racking up credit cards she bought like a ten thousand dollar fucking grand piano a fountain for her front yard what? she what? is what? just for going what? hog I'm oh just, I just going extra. hog just so extra right I mean, and seriously, too, like for somebody who's divorced, your financials are all still pretty linked, it seems, because yeah, you're I able was, to pull out all this money. That's that, what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like, I thought you were divorced, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Like, well, one of the things that came up super suspicious was one of her shopping trips was to Lowe's and it was $500 worth of cleaning supplies. That's a lot. Oh, and I am, a, I am like... A cleaner. I I buy a lot of my cleaning. Are you stuff hundreds of dollars worth of cleaner? No, and one trip. See, look, I have spent probably I've spent like a big amount of money when I first moved out of my parents' house, got my first apartment. I went and got like the cleaning supply well, but kit. That's, that's because mm-hmm. you needed all of it new. Yeah. Like you didn't have anything. Yeah, like, I can see broom, that when you, you need, need when you need all the. Basics. You're in a well-established home. Yes. Yeah. You should have the basics at home. What are you spending five hundred dollars? Well, she needed on? acetone apparently, oh. and, and additional a large quantity and large quantities, and mm. you know, a new not new, weird new mops and you know just any were there was there any um, hundreds of dollars worth tarp and or duct tape involved because i feel like that's <laughs> right. always what it is right a um, shovel maybe i mean at this point that's just a large order of cleaning supplies right so it's on october 23rd when the police though get that call from the construction worker who just happened upon a torso in a rubbermaid bed 
problem is it's just a torso and for them to confirm you know they can't really confirm who it is with just the middle of a body basically and from what they can tell it's just a middle-aged male that's what they've got from this torso uh-huh. um, and in his jeans pocket there is uh there's a little bit of money but there's also car keys to afford and he happens to just be in the same room uh the guy who goes out to the, find this murder is also in the same room going through his stuff while there's a missing persons team who's talking about this missing person and they had just found his chances? truck his ford bronco oh. and he's like that's weird this torso had ford keys in it what are the odds that maybe these keys could turn over that truck well, it sure does. Oh, my God. And that's yeah. how they ID? Wow. Initially. That's how wow. they initially, like, like quickly identify who it is. Also, without can I just the say, you're going to go through the trouble of, of leaving just a torso in a box, but you left you his keys in his pocket? Yeah. A million questions, why, right? Why would you do that? Well, it seems as though, it seems likely that, I'm going to tell you the different scenarios here, okay. right? Okay. So the first scenario is that they do go back. They find out that she had, Marjorie had not only purchased cleaning supplies, but she also purchased two large rubber made blue bins. And the fucking barcodes match the fucking receipt. So they know that she basically bought his coffins. Right. Well, they, oh. and they found one, right? So. Now they can link her directly to his murder. The problem is, is that there's also the possibility that there's two people involved. Is Larry also involved? Could she have taken apart a human? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, could she have killed somebody and like done this? Like, she's, you know, just physically. That burp guy did it. (laughs) Yeah. What? Yeah. Remember? Uh, Uh, What's his face? From the Jinx. From the Jinx. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that burp guy, and I was like immediately like, "Yes, I know exactly who you're oh. talking about." Yeah, Durst, Robert yeah. Durst. Oh, Robert oh, Durst. okay. Yeah. Why is he it. burp guy? Because of his burps, his and burp everything. confession. Yeah. Oh no! Um, oh no! But like, yeah, I mean, I think you also did Omaima. I did do Omaima. Yeah, you love a you love a good cannibal story, but yeah, you did <laughs> you did Omaima, and that was kind of the big thing with her was that you know she was kind of a petite. Yeah. woman and like she got caught because she went and asked somebody for help because she's like i'm tired i'm just, trying I to can't. dismember this body so i'm exhausted can you please come help me oh I my mean. so but I'm- yeah so i mean that's like really kind of the only question is like what could she have done it alone you know was she working with somebody was larry involved in this and so you know they they do kind of quickly determine that he probably didn't have anything to to be involved with it they do, like I said, they link all the equipment back to her. Right. She's the one who bought all the stuff. Um, also, too, one of the things that was kind of suspicious is she's like, well, how am I going to get his life support or life support, his insurance? life insurance policy? And so she had been inquiring about his life insurance. And this is when he was just missing. And they were like, well, they have to determine, you know, like he has to, like they either have to find his body or they have to determine legally, legally say that yeah. he's what a weird dead. thing if either of you if your like uh, husband's boyfriend was missing mm-hmm. and you were like i just don't know how i'm gonna get chris's life insurance okay I'd be I, like what I'd side like, what? eye a little bit on that a You're little like, fucking big yeah. better side all your eyes <laughs> yeah i'm like we're still looking he, for him still, cassie what <laughs> i was mean? just hanging posters so like what's <laughs> going on yeah maybe you should 
pause. Yeah. Maybe don't worry about that life insurance just yet. <laughs> Other things on the table first. I mean, good first things first. But so they're like, okay, well, that's probably why we fun- were suddenly able to find a body kind of semi in the open. I mean, this isn't like buried in the middle of a desert nowhere land. This right. is like on a path in like a, a shrub. Seven Eleven. Yeah, like pretty much. You know, like yeah, it's not a, it's not a, you know, well beaten path, but it is like. You know, it's not completely in. The, I mean, like you're in fucking Phoenix. Found. Like yeah. you could yeah. find a nice desert location. Hell, you could take it up to the Grand Canyon, kick that bitch over or something. I don't know. Yeet. Not to give you any ideas. <laughs> no, no. I, I feel like you probably couldn't. I have a feeling that that place is well patrolled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, at any rate, so they were like, yeah, it seems likely that she did this. And it also seems very suspicious that suddenly she's like, oh, how am I going to get that money? Oh, they got to find that body. Okay, well, here you go. <laughs> so wow. they they do, they arrest her um, and they put her in jail in Maricopa County. Mm-hmm. And her prison roommate was like, yes, we are definitely dating. And I got to tell you, she definitely murdered her She's husband. She's dating already in prison. She's big, got a big heart. Big heart. Heart. Big heart. Big heart. Hey, listen, she, she needs to go to, to therapy fill. and figure out how to be alone. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, some, come on. Some hearts need a lot of loving. This one needed a lot. And she is, but her, you know, obviously her cellmate is not necessarily probably the best resource. And she's like, yeah, she said that the dogs ate the rest of them. And like, just like the story, Ugh. it was like, kind of like, okay, that. yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't seem very plausible, right? Like, right. it just feels very elaborate yes and also to like you are going to get something out of this correct Mm -hmm. right so she's not the most reliable source then her her boyfriend larry takes the stand and says she's definitely strong enough she's been working out that was his (laughs) testimony for him to get out of it wow that's his testimony Larry's that like, for him I've been to her be like, spotting partner. I can see what she can bench press. That, right? That woman is strong. A beast. <laughs> she could do it. Yep. Beast mode. I'm sorry, but that also is evidence, or that's him saying it based on him getting out of it. He got immunity to give testimony. Right. So, of okay. course, he's going to say whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not saying that she did or didn't do it. I don't know. And what I'll say is that she did get prosecuted for it. She did go to jail. She is serving a life sentence. She did buy the bins. She did buy the bins. So, I'm not saying she's not part of it. But what the her defense was trying to say, though, is that this whole thing was actually he came home early, that Jay had come home early. Larry was there. He scared Larry. So Larry shot him. And that's when they were like, we have to get rid of this body. So that is actually a plausible it's story. Possible. Also a plausible yeah. story. So I'm not like I said, was she involved? For sure. She was fucking involved. Did she shoot him? Did she kill him? Was she the person who did all of that? I don't know. I'm not saying that she's not strong enough to do it. She very likely could have, especially when you cut somebody up. But a whole torso is very fucking heavy. Yeah. yeah. And here's here's the thing. Um, I, I promised to tell you guys about me getting high the other night. <laughs> and um, there was a, a listener that sent us an article that was rather critical of the show Snapped. Mm. And it was. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that. Really great read. But it was like, you know, we are getting one side of it. That's which right. Is why I'm glad that you presented her defense as well. But I was watching. They were not good about showing. It was one-sided. No, it is one-sided. It was very one-sided. Correct. So then 
I got to thinking because I, I had my little like edible tea and I was <laughs> laying in bed like watching this thing and I'm like, oh, I only get like one side of things sometimes. I'm like, how do people decide what's true? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, especially like history and stuff is written by the mm-hmm. victors and oh, often sure. comes from That's a right. Western perspective. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is reality? I mean, I spiraled hard. I was just like, how does anyone know what is true? That is true? why I don't do the weed. <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> huh? Amen, like, girl. Really? Same. I'm going to spin out completely. No, but it is true. I actually, I had, um, I had watched the Snapped episode and I was like, I like the way they presented the information mm-hmm. and the order that they presented yeah. it. I didn't, but I agree with you. It's it's true. It was very like, nope, this is what happened. She is a salacious mm-hmm. being and she's awful. But they told it in a salacious way. That's the way Correct. they want it. They want it to be like hyped up like she's some monster. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not like, saying that she's not. Like that. I'm not yeah. saying that she's not. And right. maybe it's very likely that she, maybe she did. I don't know. But what I'm saying is that there, there is a reasonable doubt here. I have that. I think that, you know, the, the case that's presented from the prosecution or the defense side is that you know, is also very fucking plausible. Right. It's plausible, but what's the evidence though? Like there's, there's, what's physical, the evidence? There's just she, as much evidence on her yeah, as, it's, as him. It's the bin. It's the bin. You're right. You're right. Like, yeah, there's definitely no physical, involved. There's right. no physical evidence tying him to it at all. Yeah. It's just her saying that he did it. And not to say that that's not possible, but sure. you can't prosecute him on that. Sure, sure, sure. Like, you yeah. know, so like there is physical evidence that she is, is tied to that murder and maybe someday they'll find you know more of his remains like that would have a bullet in it oh the bullet was i'm sorry the bullet was in the actual bin as well okay yeah yeah so So, i mean but but i don't there's no talk of like them finding a gun there's no talk of like any you know any other physical evidence that ties this except that she she bought the convicted of first degree degree murder so she's spending life in prison her her in-laws said that they did not want her to face the death penalty because she has a son mm-hmm. and she's like, they didn't want her to him to physically lose another parent. parent. Uh. And so they were like, we don't want her to face a life sent or, or, or a death penalty, but mm-hmm. we would, you know, yeah. I life mean, in prison's enough. I, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, obviously. Um, <laughs> but like, it does seem like first degree. How do you prove that it was right. first degree? Unless Beyond she a bought, reasonable doubt. unless she bought all of that stuff before he came home. Because, yeah, if she bought all of the cleaning supplies and the bin and everything before mm. he came home, then I think you could probably prove first degree. That's right. But if mm-hmm. if not, if it happened That's after, a really good then point. how do you know? It w- I do believe it was after. Okay. Yeah, then I don't so, know yeah. how you I gotta. That. I would have to double check that. Yeah. That's but interesting. That's really interesting. I Anyway, I wanted to present it that way because yeah, I just was yeah. like, I, I had did more than just watch the snapped episode. So it yeah. made me kind of question some of the information. Right. I, it's so funny. Cause I didn't read the, uh, the email yeah, that we no, got is it really good. It's just basically about saying like, you know, you're, you're getting one side of the story, mm-hmm. you know, oftentimes it is just the prosecution yeah. and yes. the, or the yeah. police. Often. You're getting their, mm-hmm. their side of the right. story. And uh, Lord knows we know can't trust they never the make things up, you know, or anything like that. So Oh my yeah. God, did you hurt yourself? Keegan threw her eyes oh, so sorry. hard. I think I, they almost fell out. I did so, just about give myself a migraine doing that. So yeah, I definitely think when we when we do these things, I like that we kind of like look at different mm. articles and everything. Definitely. Too. Um, but yeah, I mean, we watch so much true crime now. I actually can tell. So I'm like, man, this feels really forced. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Sometimes you watch an episode, you're like, nah, I don't know about that. You yeah. know? So. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, wow. 
Well, that was a give good me one second. One. I'll tell you the article. Um, sorry, one second. It, it, I, I also found some information on Mur- Murderpedia, but it was the East Valley Tribune that I found an article, and that was one of the original articles that was written at the time of the. And Love it was written by local paper, and it's yep. written by an Irene Sayo, H S I A O, Sao. Maybe Irene Sal. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I love a local paper too. And I wanted to shout that out too because it was very specific. It wasn't just like, yeah, an Mm -hmm. episode on TV. Yeah. Kind of thing. So so good. That was a, that was a good one. Wow. I didn't know that one at all. Interesting. Right. Yeah. It's funny for a a ride too. I always, I always do that thing. And I know we all do. It's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And you go through like, and I was like, well, this feels thematic since we just went to Vegas. Mm -hmm, It was mm -hmm. like something kind of Vegas related. There you go. Showgirl. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. What are you guys watching this week? Oh, I have one for you. Okay. So, and because I know you guys will love this show. It's called Cardinal on Hulu. You're telling me about that. It's on Hulu. Chris and I found the show and it has got very much a mayor of Easttown vibes in which it's like a series. Um, it's four seasons, but each season has an overarching arc of one murder. So you're trying to solve throughout oh. and it is so fucking good. It takes place in Canada. It's uh, a CBC show. Oh, great. Right. But yeah, and it's it's really good. It's it's, um, you know. It's it's a hundred percent up your guys' alley. Yeah. It's really really good. Totally. High recommend. Totally. Well nice. done. Um. Well, yesterday I went and saw West Side Story in theaters. Uh, mm. Oh, oh my god. So I, the original West Side Story movie, I grew up with it, loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, is one of my favorite like all time favorite. Yeah, musicals and movie musicals. So I rewatched that in preparation for for going to go see the new one. And <laughs> and it totally holds up, you know, by the way. Like it's still great. There's a reason why it won like 10 Academy Awards. And this one might too, right? Like from this what I've one, heard, it is just it is banger. A work of art. This nice. movie was Ugh. it's Steven I'm Spielberg excited. directing a musical. Yeah, I really want to see it's it in the theater. Beautiful. I would definitely recommend seeing it in the theater. I was like, I don't know, because like Ansel Egort and everything, and I'm like, I'm yeah. not sure. But it's so good. It's so well done. The changes that they made, I think, were strong. Were strong changes to make it more of a film. Whereas like the last movie felt very much like a, um, a musical. Filmed musical. musical. Yeah, yeah. A filmed musical. musical, yeah. And this one felt like a Steven Spielberg film that had all of the music from the original. Uh, oh, um, brilliant. Okay. And, and and the dancing and everything. Yeah. Everybody's very strong dancers. Rita Moreno is in it. Oh. I rewrote one of the characters so that Rita Moreno could play it. I love it. I loved it. I loved it. Nice. That's great. Well, I mean... um, I already told you guys about Repo Men. Yeah. <laughs> we know what you do at night. Watch rich people lose their shit. And I, love I, it. I also um, got the chance to to sit down with with Eric, and we um, when we got the night we got back from Vegas, we um, ordered a pizza, exhausted, yeah. and yes. watched um, Death to Twenty Twenty One. Oh, was it good? I was crying laughing. Was it as Amazing. good as last year? Yes. Oh, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to yes. watch it today. So, okay, I'm going to watch it. So funny. If you guys watched the first one and you liked it, you'll like this one I just didn't as watch much. the first one. It's so, Death to Death 2020, 2020 was is also really great. funny. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> so definitely worth it. I wanted to, you know, get it out before the new year and it was it was perfect. So. Nice. 
Love that. Well, if you guys have something that we should watch, if you have a tainted love story suggestion, if you've got a terrible date you need to get off your chest, tell go us to our one-stop shop of a website. It's myworstdatepodcast.com. And happy new year and happy birthday to me. And we love you you. so much. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.